This is Andy Lopez, and you're listening to Don't Panic, It's Organic. That song in the background is actually one of my theme songs. It's called Invisible Gardener. <laughs> I'll play the whole thing and my uh, Cosmic Spaceship show coming up after this show. I'll play you a little, little bit of it now. called Invisible Gardener. Um, I wrote that one in, believe it or not, two, 2014. Actually, it's called Invisible Gardening. Okay, excuse me. Uh, I have another one called Invisible Gardener. That was, uh, I'm going to play that a little bit of that one uh, later on today, too. That one's called Invisible Gardener. And uh, I have a whole, what I, what I decided to do was to... Um, <clears throat> just have a list playlist set up already for you uh, uh, in the old days when I played uh, the radio shows I would just line up the playlist and just go straight through them maybe every half hour say okay you this is the name of the songs I'm going to go back to that because people really like that format mm-hmm. uh, so today I'm talking uh, I wonder let's see um, hmm, I guess my voice is okay I'm not really sure if I'm doing this right or not because sometimes i feel like i'm getting echoes but that's because the hollow power of my brain i have some echoes it goes on echoes 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 and more echoes so <clears throat> let's see where was i so next week we're, we're doing a show called the soil connection s-o-i-l and in parentheses s-o-u-l connection and uh I'll be talking to you about how all living beings are connected. So it's kind of like the cosmic connection, you know, which matches with my uh, cosmic uh, spaceship. <laughs> uh, so that's next week. Today it's called Mycelium and I, and I'll be talking to you about my understanding of mycelium, how I understand it works. And uh, lately I've been getting some really nice um, people have been sending me some interesting books which are, are all basically saying the same thing, and they say 
with much greater uh, finesse in class and lots of energy and money goes into these things, uh, to, you know, to make that happen. So that's absolutely great. One of them is called Mycelium Running by Paul Stamets. It's uh, How Mushrooms Can Save the World. Very, very nice book. I've gotten it. A friend of mine sent it to me. Then I, I, another friend sent me another book. It's called The Hidden Life of Trees and how trees communicate and stuff. And um, it's interesting, too, because, you know, not everything I say is in here, but a good part of it is. <laughs> and then I have a few other books that another friend sent me. Another book. It's uh, Kiss the Ground by Josh Tickle. Wonderful stuff that I've been saying in here, saying for years. And in some cases, you know, the uh, word for word, pretty much, because it's true. It's what happens in, in the soil and the earth and how it how it works. Um, and there's a really cool example, for example, uh, about uh, in in the book. Um, and I'm trying to get a Josh, if you're listening, I want to get you on the show as a guest. Okay. Um, so um, I talk a lot about the, the mycorrhiza, you know, right? So the, in the book here, they call it the Internet of the Soil, which is what I've been calling it too, the Internet, because it's just the, the way it can communicate with everything. Everything uh, communicates with the my, mycorrhiza. Uh, I tell people the mycorrhiza is the beginning of the food chain and the end of the food chain. And um, the uh, one of the interesting things that they talk about here, well, there's a lot and lots of stuff that I'm going to be going over, some of it from this book and some of it from another book that, that I had a guest on not too long ago. Um, and they uh, they do a J&L Labs. I think it's see. Let me see. Uh, um, no, they they do Texas Plant and Soil Lab, right? Okay, Texas Plant and Soil Lab. They were on as a guest. I have forgotten who you are. I'm sorry, uh, but <laughs> they do uh, uh, good old boys from. Uh, I th I think it's from uh, Texas. Yeah, e Edinburgh, Texas. Texas Plant and Soil Lab. Uh, I, I work with a, a bunch of different uh, lab companies. Uh, anyway, they uh, they dropped off a book for me. I mean, when it was, I guess they mailed it to me. And then when, you know, we talked uh, as a guest, I had him on as a guest. We went over as much as we could because there's tons of stuff in this book. And it's one of my favorite books to read. Um, and we're going to be going through some of it. It talks about the carbon water cycle and explains how the, how, um, uh, the refractometer works. Uh, why, some more insights onto the refractometer reading. Okay, uh, it, it helps to explain different types of deficiencies. So when you understand, when you see the symptoms for certain deficiencies, um, it talks about how to apply the, apply the foliar sprays. It's really, really, really good. Um, the plant speaks out, you know, and that's really good because you basically uh, learn to understand the plant language, right? Right when the plant's telling you something, that's what bugs do. They certainly understand when the plant is uh, sending out a single that it's sick or stressed out or, or perfect food for it, right? And so that's called Ask, Ask the Plant. Uh, it's by Chuck Waters and Espier Chandler. Uh, and I'll be introducing you to more and more books like that. Uh, I always often talk a lot about Acres USA. Acres USA, really, really, very good uh, publication started by Chuck Waters, uh, uh, and now it's—I mean Charles Water—and now it's run by his son Chuck Waters. 
I think I hope I got that right. <laughs> if not, I'll hear about it. Okay, so then, um, so today I'm going I'm going to talk a little bit about. First of all, I want to give out the phone numbers, and <clears throat> so if you um, want to talk to me, uh, here's how you go about doing it: eight 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 six two seven six zero zero eight. And um, let me see, uh, make sure I get this right here. Well, I'll put that over there. No, I didn't do that right, did I? Cancel. Oh, no. See, there it goes. Ah. I'm trying to get the uh, the chat thing back up again so we can see. Oh, it sound is good, I think. Not really sure. <laughs> um, and, you know, you should know these phone numbers. You should also know that you can get them from the bbsradio.com page it tells you right up there what station it's on i think it was station one i'm not really sure but if, if you go to my website visiblegardener.com you click on radio show it takes you to my page if you click on there it takes you to their page um and it will have the information at the time that the show is happening because that's what you can do you can call me live because even though i'm doing this and i have it all planned out and everything Somebody can call and talk to me about whatever it is they want to talk to, but as long as it has to do with some vague resemblance of the subject, right? <laughs> so it's 888-627-6008. Uh, it's also a direct line, which is 323-744-4831. And, of course, the way we do it here, we use Skype. So Skype is BBS Radio PR. That way the engineer would know you're there. He'll say, Andy, there's somebody over here who wants to get in touch with you as your first ex-wife. Uh, I only have one wife. Okay. I didn't say that unhappily. I said that very happily. Ooh, nothing's happening. Uh-huh. Okay, so isn't it interesting the way I can just do that? <laughs> I think this was done in 2010, 2009, something like that. I have over around 600 songs. Uh, when I do the show now, I'm trying to uh, first place some of the songs that I just, I'm writing, so you'll be the first one to hear it. And then I'll pick some of the oldies but goldies from the past and play those. Um, I'm basically playing based upon hits. So most of these songs have got quite a bit of hits as opposed to other songs that don't get any hit. And I'm assuming, well, a lot of hits mean people like it more than the other ones. So that's what I'm going by, see. But if there's a song you want to, to uh, hear, or you want me play it, then test, uh, you can email me. And by the way, what I was saying before, before I got disrupted, which something disrupted, I don't know what it was, Contest. So we have, uh, I announced the contest winner last, the beginning of the month, I announced who the person was who won. Um, and then we have, of course, we have a new contest going on every month. Uh, this month, to uh, 
as I said, we have something slightly different every month. So this month, the winner will now also get a lifetime membership to my club, which is a $55 value. It's actually going to be a, a greater value than that because what happens is not only do you get the, the black and white printed version of Don't Panic, It's Organic, you're also going to get the special limited edition of the color version, which was selling for 300 bucks on, on Amazon. And I had to take it off. I said, that's way too much. Um, it sh it, I should go for 100 bucks. I sell it for 55 on my website for a little while, then I'm going to go up to 100 bucks. Eventually, it'll go up to $10,000 as a few printed limited edition. The color version is amazing. Anyway, you'll get the color version and the black and white version also. But this month, we also get the Invisible Gardener's Growers Kit. Now, the Growers Kit is a, um, uh, a little package that I got together that basically, um, doo -doo, here you go, yep, station one. <laughs> that basically has uh, five pounds of my Invisible Gardener Rock Dust blend with microbes. This is the very same stuff that I go out to my expensive customers and apply. That's what I'm doing now. During the winter months here, uh, I go out and I apply various different types of soil treatments. Uh, in this case, I apply a blend of the rock dust and a blend of the microbes. I get a lot of different types of microbes that are either pelletized. I like the pelletized form because they, they're easier to apply than the dust because I used to get, I still have lots of stuff that come in the dust. What I do with those is I, I add it to water and make a tea out of it and spray it. A lot easier to apply, you see. Whereas the, the rock dust, because it's pelletized, I, I don't buy, I still have, there's, you know, there's 10 or 15 different types of rock dust that I use. Uh, at least seven or eight of them are powdered, which is fine. That's the way it's supposed to be, 200 mesh, except when you, you're like me, you basically start snorting the stuff, you know. So, wait a minute, I'm, it's everywhere. So, I use a pelletized form, which makes it a lot easier to get out and apply. Uh, so, when I use, when I get the, the powdered form, I always make a tea out of it. So one of the things I'll talk to you about and teach you is how to make, uh, when we do the foliar spraying, uh, how to make a rock dust tea, because that's what, what I do is I get, um, I, I make a product called Super Seaweed, which is one of the things you get in the grower's kit before I forget. So you get five pounds of my rock dust blend and you get a quart. Now the five pound sells for 50 bucks plus shipping. It's 49.95 plus shipping. I think it's 25 bucks to ship it. So we roughly pay about 75 to 80 bucks somewhere there were taxes. Uh, that's a grower's kit. And that's, and now we, you can just buy the five pounds if you just wanted to buy the five pounds of rock dust. That's what you would get for 49.95. But the grower's kit, you'll get five pounds of the rock dust and the micro blend, and you'll get a quart of the super seaweed. The quart is alone is 150 bucks by itself. A quart, it's called. I call it the microbiological activator. Okay, and so that uh, that super that super seaweed. I was talking to somebody the other day, and I really shouldn't call it super seaweed anymore. Even though, but when I started making this, I would get a blend of different types of seaweed from around the world. So it was majority of it seaweed as a main liquid. Now I'm, I'm going to be running out of a good source of seaweed pretty soon because uh, either radiated or toxic in one form. They have some type of toxins in or pesticide or whatever in it in one form or another. 
from plastic to uh, plastic beads, micro beads, you know, name you name them, and the radiation and the radiated. So it's, it's seaweed's getting to be slowly but surely not something you want to go out and harvest. Uh, but so I might change the name <laughs> just to the microbiological activator and leave it at that, right? <laughs> That's what people tell me. Just call it microbiological activator because I have um, other things, that, the other sources of uh, uh, the liquid. So when I use, for example, I use uh, nitron A35, which is a natural enzyme. I use AgriGrow's, uh, um, it's the original pink, but I also use their Ultra, which is a basically another enzyme product. Uh, so there are a variety, and then there's many of them on the market now that you can buy, um, like from places through Acres USA, you, have, you see their advertising in the back there. Uh, all throughout the paper, you see uh, different companies that make all these wonderful microbiological liquids, right? If I had the money, I would make a giant factory and make big, big, big batches of it. I can compete with anybody else, but right now, in terms of cost, uh, I don't make a massive amounts of it. I make it from my business, and if you want some, that's that's the cost, 150 bucks a, a quart. So you get this, 150, you get this quart and the five pounds. See, as far as the growers kit. If you win the contest, you would get the growers kit as well as a membership, which means you get this box. This box will come to you. I have the, the rocks that's a super seaweed. I think I'm going to ship you the books separately just in case the, the super seaweed breaks in your that happened once. I sent it and it got smashed and the super seaweed soaked the, the books soaked with super seaweed, destroyed the books. It was like, yeah, let's not let's do that again. So I I put the liquid into a separate its own little container. I usually do it with the rock dust. The rock dust tends to protect it a little bit, makes it heavier. People are not so easy to smash it and stuff, you know. Uh, I'll send the book separately. So that's what you'll get for this month's contest. So you, And the only way you can enter the contest, boy, is to, uh, I've gotten a few, a uh, couple of emails. When are you going to start talking about the, <laughs> well, we have to pay the bills here. See, so I want you to send me money. Uh, that's basically it. So, um, <clears throat> so <laughs> uh, the only way you can enter the contest is to through the newsletter. In the newsletter, there'll be a button that says "Enter the Contest." Click on the button; it brings up your email, and it'll uh, it'll be already be filled out for you. It has the address, the subject, which will see "Enter me in this month's contest." It'll say the name of the month because you have to enter every month once. You can. You don't need to enter. It's not the. It's not the. Uh, how many of them you have? Because if you have like ten emails from you, it only counts as one email. So you only really need to send it once. I have a filter that filters it out. It's just duplicates. Gets rid of all the duplicates. Just one. And so then uh, that's where we choose from. So if you're not getting the newsletter, you need to go up to invinciblegardener.com, look for the newsletter, a button, click on it, fill out the information. There's a button there for a radio show. Uh, there's a button there for a contest. Well, if, you're, if you listen to the radio show, you should click on radio show because then I know you come from the radio show. Uh, and if you also click on contest. So you so you get entered it. This first time you get entered automatically in the contest. Um, after that, you need to click on the button to get uh, um, entered in the contest because the button will change the date. Right? Once every month is over with, that's over with. And everybody for... For February, you're not going to win it in March. 
Okay, so that's invinciblegardener.com. That's how you can go up there. Uh, you can check out my book, Don't Panic, It's Organic. I have, you know, my super seaweed cords. I have all the different sizes, too. I have the uh, the pint size and, and a, a small four-ounce size. It's like a sample size. It's 20 bucks, I think. Uh, I Normally, it's one drop per gallon, but I, I keep, people just don't listen, so I changed it to a tablespoon per gallon, even though you can still do one drop per gallon. Uh, okay, so then, uh, so today I'm going to be talking about um, about my relationship with the, uh, with mycelium, and uh, it goes back it goes back to um, my when I started when I was doing um, my early gardening days, right? When I would say, okay, so why? Because I I've always been organic. I always try to do things in an organic way. You know, and so that started. That's what I started to do in my gardening. It's always been organic. So I've always. You have to be clever to come up with ways to make substitutes from what you can't buy. If you can't buy, you know. So I don't remember. I I, I don't think uh, uh, when I was doing anything there were organic fertilizers out there. Even though I do remember one particular one, and it wasn't so much as an organic fertilizer, which, by the way, I, I'm going to write down here, and I bet you they'll like it. Uh, <laughs> I don't know if I should mention their name or not, because it's a free advertising. Let me think about it. Let me think about it for a second. Let's see, free advertising. Should I do free advertising? I don't know, uh, maybe. I've got to push this year button there and there that there button here and everything goes there. <laughs> okay, so when I started doing this for you know my uh, my little business, I started. I I was trying to first understand what you know what why the something would get sick you know and try to figure out. Uh, usually it had to do with uh, the way the plant, I was trying to make it grow someplace it didn't want to grow it. Uh, that would be my first experience. Well, it needs more light, it's too cold, doesn't grow in this part of the world, uh, doesn't like the soil, too much sun, not enough sun, lots of different things. And all of them really basically equate to stress. So if you do something and it doesn't want to do, it gets stressed out. When it gets stressed out, it doesn't get the minerals it needs. And then, so... Eventually, I still kept saying, "Well, why, what does what does stress have to do with you not getting the minerals you need?" And it's really simple, because the same thing with the human body in terms of what, why, when we're stressed out, why we don't get the minerals we need, right? It stops the function of everything. Stops. 
and you're no longer it's no longer functioning so when the soil is no longer functioning the stress equate the, the plants are growing and it gets stressed out so if the soil is stressed out i.e stops functioning then everything else will stop functioning the stress increases i like telling people the, the greater the stress the greater the pest and so and the key things the things that um, and these are not <clears throat> entirely new ideas i'm throwing around but you know more and more people are saying the same things. Some of them are a lot better at it than I am at saying that, you know. And, but the, the point is, is that uh, what we need to understand is that the what really happens in the soil. What is it that's supposed to go on in the soil, and how do the plants get their food, right? Uh, and it's not the same thing to throw a chemical fertilizer into the soil, not the same thing. You may think you're getting the same results, but you're not. Trust me, you're not. And and that's one of the things I've learned about this. Is that well, okay? What's the difference? Well, the mycelium does not like to eat this crap. Simple as that. The mycelium does not like junk food. <laughs> it's not going to eat the junk food. It's not. It's not going. You can't put it on a sugar high, right? And that's so. So we have to understand what this mycelium fungi is and how, uh, what is that? Is that, you know, and interestingly enough, when I got, when I got uh, this mycelium running from Paul Summit, in the very beginning of it, there's a whole variety of chapters, okay, in here, <clears throat> what the first part is called the mycelial mine, then they have microforest reforestation, uh, and then growing mycelia and mushrooms, uh, <clears throat> and uh, all this reforest micro reforestation is absolutely wonderful. One of the things needed to help the earth uh, deal with this climate change, and we have gone so far off the path, it's ridiculous. Um, the, the mycelial mine is one of my favorite chapters because it covers, it helps to uh, people to understand what is this mycelial mine, right? What is this this uh, being? Is it a being? Is it it's just fungi? Is it, <laughs> it what is it, what's going on here? And um, and so it helps. Uh, it, 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 I, I find it fascinating because I go through it all the time. I look at stuff and I go, "Wow, it's really cool. It's amazing." Because um, uh, I always talk about the mycelial chain, uh, how the chain uh, there's a um, how we have evolved from them, how as human beings and all creatures have evolved from this from this mycelium, and how we separated and how we decided to be not connected in the earth and yet actually be part of the earth and when you look at the um, uh, uh, well the, at, at the, the brain and how the brain cell works and how the brain uh, how the the actual brain works you'll find that the the and with the neurons and the, it's identical it's identical to a my to the mycelium when you look at it either through a microscope or when you look out into space and one of the things that's interesting uh, about the um, looking out into space because you know this has to do with not so much as tripping and going on spacing out but actually looking at the universe and going gee the 95 percent of the of the mass of the universe is composed of molecular threads well and that's exactly what the mycelium and the mycelium images the universe or the universe images the mycelium right and so the um 
to me, excuse me, I see him in the web of life. And that's what it is, is a web of life, because the, the uh, <clears throat> mycelium is the world's greatest gardener. I always tell people world's greatest gardener. It's a, the start of the food chain and the end of the food chain. And everything else in between is what it eats each other and eats each other. And the purpose of that is to eventually be eaten by the mycelium, which gives it the energy and the food it needs to recycle everything again. And so I've learned from experience that what is going on here is that the, the mycelium is the being that feeds the plants and it's a be and how does it do that in terms of you know giving the plant all the minerals that it needs because that's what it's really all about right it's all about minerals when i tell people um you know when they ask me about oh uh, <clears throat> a disease of a tree right bark beetle or something like that you name the disease or the pests it all comes down to one simple thing. There's a trace mineral deficiency. You need 96 different trace minerals. You miss just one. You miss just one, and you have changed the conditions, made it perfect for that bug or disease to evolve in. So each bug and disease has a, a specific um, condition needed for it to grow and multiply. See, right? I tell people all the diseases are found in the soil. And you can translate that to uh, in the human being, because I have another show called The Body in the Garden. And we talk about the biomeme. Biomeme, right? You all know what the, it's called a microbiomeme, right? B I O M E. And it's a, it's a microbial life in your stomach. And the, the two are so identical in the way they function and what they do that you can see how one evolved from the other one. You can see how it, it, one evolved from the other one. And scientists are now starting to, starting to figure out that maybe the real mind is your stomach. <laughs> and I'm not kidding. And so there is a big relationship between the two and how that functions and why, how... Uh, we as human beings are, are not the healthiest that we can be because we're not getting all the minerals we need. You're not getting all the minerals you need because of the things you're eating are not getting them the minerals either because you can't eat minerals. You can't chew on rock dust. Trust me, I have tried. Chew on it, chew on it, and swallow it. What does your body do with that? Nothing. As a matter of fact, you, you may have a problem going the other way with it. So... So the way it works, it's just like in a chain of life. You have a small creature getting up by the big creature. The big creature eats up the other creature. That's an obvious one. But it's also the same thing in the microbial life, that the, that one creature eats that eats another one. Or you know, and so in this case, what happens is that the there's certain specific microbial. Uh, life, and they all have, have specific jobs and, sp and specific uh, functions, right? And so, the the particular one that, that that we're talking about that deals with its basic foundation, right? Of uh, of um, how to get minerals from there in that form to in that plant in that form, okay? Now, normally in nature, you have this system, this, and, and this system is still there, but what's happening is, is that um, human beings 
are very strange in that they don't see the system. They don't understand how they inter how everything is interconnected, right? Uh, and I, I get I get I get calls regularly for come to my house. I got this problem with this tree. I just want you to look at the tree. I don't want you. I want you to ignore the rest of the place. It says, "Tell me what do I need to do for the tree?" Right? They want, they want they want to compartmentize it and make it so that that's you know it's just. And I tell people, well, so you want me to heal your finger, but ignore the hand and ignore your arms and your body. Ignore it. Just that won't work for very long. Right? It will not heal your finger. You may think something is healing it, you know, it's doing better, but it's not. So it's they're all interconnected in how they work, just like we are interconnected with the health of the soil, we're inter interconnected with that, because if you live in an environment where your soil is unhealthy, unalive, by unhealthy mean, meaning there's toxins in the soil, because that's one of the things we do to the soil as we damage the soil by the constant addition of toxins. And toxins come in many forms. Chemical fertilizers are a toxin. Okay, they may have some, you know, they may be fortified with some trace minerals, but the majority of the stuff is a toxin. It destroys the microbial life in the soil. Okay. Uh, a lot of them say warning may cause cancer. What's well, causing cancer in the soil? And the the idea that a little bit is good, more is better, doesn't really hold true. So you also have massive amounts of high nitrogen being dumped in the soil. And it's it, and, and any organic gardener will tell you that high nitrogen inhibits the absorption of minerals. One of the reasons why it does that, right? One of the reasons why it inhibits the absorption of minerals in plants is because it kills the microbes that absorb the minerals. Microbes are not there. The minerals are not going to be there. See what I'm saying, right? So <clears throat> there's a so what the so the way it's done in nature. See, because again, it goes back. It goes back to um, uh, to uh, when you do things organically. What you're really trying to do. Let's go back to the way nature does it. Just help her get back to all the functioning systems that's supposed to be there. If you make the soil functioning perfectly, plants will function perfectly, perfectly, and you in turn will function perfectly too because either you're eating the plants or the animals that eat the plants, right? We're all eating each other one way or another, right? There's nobody bigger than we are eating us, but maybe there will be someday. But that's what the fungi that my sin does. They eat us. You get buried, what do you think eats us? And they go. This stuff is ridiculous. This is no no minerals in here. They wouldn't like that, but they like it if you're rich in minerals. Oh, great! Look at this body's rich in all these minerals. We're going to convert it back and give it back to everybody. Look, everybody, we got more minerals, right? And and one of the things that I tell people about you know um, compost and the, and the reason why we make compost is to help heal the soil. By healing the soil, we want to do something the opposite of what everybody else does. Everybody else is dumping chemicals, whether herbicides, fungicides, right? Fertilizers, uh, you name it, right? And all that that does is that it damages the soil. 
It, it literally destroys the soil. And if the soil stops functioning, then whatever's growing in it will also be stressed out because it's now getting this massive form of uh, fertilizers, whether it be nit high nitrogen, usually they're high nitrogen, <coughs> right? High nitrogen causes rapid growth, uh, which is, uh, increases the stress level of the plant, which sends out a signal to every bug around, whoopee, food time, because the food of that plant becomes food for that bug and or food for the disease, usually both. The see, see what I'm saying? And so when I keyed on, what I keyed into is, okay, in nature, you have these fungi, the mycelium, they live in the soil, that eat the minerals, that convert the minerals into a form that's that is digested by them, right? Which then gets converted into a soluble form, which then gets transferred to the trees. And if you talk to any scientist, botanist, uh, horticulturist, professor, and ask them how does that process work, they'll tell you these light, little fine hairs on the roots of the trees, really, really microscopic, really tiny, really small, that's where they are. It's not really, they're not really the hair of the tree, they're the mycelium growing on the tree, injecting the tree, transferring from them to the tree this mineral in a soluble form that they can then absorb it and then it goes out throughout the tree or the plant. And they don't get the whole blend. They get usually whatever the mineral is available to them there be broken down. One of the reasons why I use a blend of rock dust is to get uh, as many different sources of minerals as possible. You see? Um, so that it, it, you're not going to die. They're not going to die if they have a wide blend of minerals. Because just remember that. Uh, usually what happens and, and my experience has been that people tend to overdo things so, so what's going on is that they do too much rock dust and remember it's supposed to be trace minerals trace T-R-A-C-E trace that means microscopic tiny amount homopathic amount you can even go that far you can say you know because I said I read somewhere you just use five pounds of calcium and, and per acre I go really <laughs> Most of it is wasted, and the supply in a form is available or in conjunction with, the, like when you're making compost. Now, if you have five pounds of calcium sources, depends on the calcium, because again, uh, people seem to think that, you know, the minerals are mineral regardless of how it's made. It's not exactly true, because again, it could be in a form that's more digestible by a plant's form than it's not. Same thing with nitrogen. They say there's no difference between a chemical source of nitrogen and an organic source of nitrogen. Really, there is a big difference. Uh, uh, the chemical source is 6400. The organic source, you're lucky if you get three or four or five, zero, you know, and then it's not zero, zero. Then it's rich with also all types of microorganisms and all types of trace minerals, a wide blend of uh, carbohydrates and nutrients and all kinds of stuff. It's a, it's a blend. It's a soup. And not to mention the microorganisms, where this, the urea, that's why it's called urea, it, 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 they, they, they say, well, we're going to be clever, we're going to call it urea, we're going to name it after urine, because urine has the nitrogen in it. Again, big difference in, in how, uh, how it's done. Microscopically, and uh, with the autumn 
you know, okay, so the nitrogen is a certain form, and that's it, nitrogen, nitrogen. That's what to say. There's no difference between this nitrogen and that nitrogen. Yeah, if you don't count everything else that's in. <laughs> see what I'm saying? Okay. So, <clears throat> let's see. Okay, so let's see. You're listening to, I have no idea what you're listening to. I'm not even sure that this is the right, uh, it looked like my, yeah, there you go. All right, do that. Let's see what happens here. Hang in there. Okay, so that one, uh, I have no idea what the name of that song is. No. <laughs> oh, um, yeah, I, I don't have any idea what the name of that song is. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Good old days, huh? So, um, you're listening to Don't Panic, It's Organic. That would be me, Andy Lopez, Invisible Gardener. And, um, these are some of the songs I'm going to be playing right up to the show. I have already, I already have them lined up and ready to, to go, 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 go. Um, if you, um, if you have not getting my newsletter, you should go to invisiblegardener.com, invisiblegardener.com, G-A-R-D-E-N-E-R.com. Sign up for the newsletter. Make sure you mention uh, my radio show and click on the uh, contest box, which will automatically enter you in this month's contest. And by the way, I, I forgot to mention, just entering, you're automatically going to get back from me my ebook version of Don't Panic, It's Organic, so everybody wins, right? You're going to get the ebook version, which is the same as my print version and my print uh, color version, except that it's not printed, it's an ebook, it's a PDF uh, version. Okay, so uh, I was talking about the fungi and how the fungi gives the minerals, and what, every time I, what I found from my experience has been that every disease and pest has this relationship. This is what's going on there. It's something they're not getting. That usually means the soil. And if you don't pay attention to the soil sooner or later, you're never going to solve the problem. It's not going to solve the problem. Okay, so I've learned that there are short-term and long-term solutions. So this is a really a long-term solution because it takes a long time to get the soil back in shape again. See? It's not a simple process of overnight applications, okay? What's that? Okay. So that's so it takes a while, and so it, it's a, a slow process. Hmm. Something's ticking, right? It's a slow process, and it takes years to get it back in shape. And so that's one of the advantages you have when you live when you have a home, right? Is that you have a way. Uh, to uh, take your time and let it grow and let it let it work, and so um, uh, so what I do is 
I do that as a living for my for my business, right? And I slowly teach people. But one of the functions that that's very important is that you have to uh, learn how to uh, basically understand when something is not functioning right, right? Um, that's the idea what you have to look at when you look at plants. Uh, uh, talk about the language, the language of plants, right? Let's see what's going on over here. Oh, radio station. Yep. All, all kinds of creakly things are going on today, you know. Not really sure. Sure, why? I don't understand what's going on, you know. Ah, now I get it. somebody outside doing stuff. Yeah, that always that always explains. I'm in the condo, like thirty thousand people here, you know. <laughs> right. So that's why I started talking about the bricks, the bricks, and that's why I started talking about uh, a refractometer. Uh, because it's a great tool for you to use to learn other than visual. Because if you're really a good gardener, really good uh, good at growing, you, you can tell when the plant's yelling at you that there's something wrong, right? And so uh, a, a refractometer is an excellent tool to use, very, very inexpensive, right? You don't have to worry about um, paying a lot of money for a tool. Um, you can get it as thirty as cheaply as thirty five dollars plus some type of shipping, uh, unless you do maybe Amazon where they do the pre shipping, so you might be able to get away with that, and that works just fine. And one of the things we're going to be doing uh, next week is I'm going to be covering with you um, how to get a reading, right? How to understand what the reading is. And by the way, too, one of the things that if you mention you can mention is that. Um, I, uh, if you say I'm listening to your um, your show on the refractometer on bricks, and I heard that you'll give away the bricks ebook, uh, which I do, which is to mention the free e bricks ebook, and I'll send you that back right away as well. So you get both my you get my book and the free bricks ebook, which is written by a different person, a friend of mine, who says give the book away as long as you give him the proper credit and all that stuff. So there it is, right there. Tells you who he is, how to get a hold of him, and so forth. But he published this great book on the refractometer, and he has different charts on uh, on the bricks, on how bricks work, uh, and, and not too much. Uh, and he has a whole bunch of history and stuff on the bricks, but also the chart gives you the um, the different brick levels. Uh, and I think it's done. I think it's called Best Best System. I'm not really sure. Better. Uh, or hmm. <laughs> anyway, uh, so uh, next week I'm going to be talking about uh, uh, the. Uh, I still be talking about the the soil. We're going to try to talk cover some more about applications. Uh, I'm going to talk a little bit more about foliar applica foliar applications. How you can incorporate sprays. Uh, cover up uh, some uh, more about compost. I'll talk about compost tea, how to make and how to use it, because that's one great way to uh, learn to uh, use use compost. If you make compost correctly, you have the right microbial and the right mineral, uh, and falling them is an, spraying them is an ideal way to get it out to the property, onto the soil. Like you do, you can do deep root feeding. So it means you can inject them into the soil, get them down in there. Uh, it takes it takes time. I learned when the first time I do do that. 
99% of them die, that 1% survive. Next time I'm there, 95% die, that 5% survive. It increases over the years. And on top of that, you also have to teach people or do it yourself, compost application as well as mulch. So I tell people rock dust, compost, and mulch. So you want to have the minerals, you want to have the compost, you want to have the mulch. Ideally, if you're making the compost with the rock dust in it, you don't need to add any more rock dust to it because you only have, remember, small amounts, you trace minerals, small amounts of a rock dust blend is what you want. And I hope to have a uh, rock dust day coming up where I can invite, uh, I'm inviting a right a wide variety of rock dust advocates. Hopefully we can come on throughout the different part of the of the month to talk about uh, what they're doing. The uh, Joanne Campion, uh, she was going to be on before, but, but the fire delayed it, so hopefully we'll get her back on again. Um, there's uh, a bunch of other people that I, I would like to invite uh, to be part of this, and so I'm working on it. Uh, so this is uh, Don't Panic, It's Organic. Uh, it's heard everywhere. <laughs> I'm, I'm working on it. Hopefully down the road we're going to do um, uh, live videos so it'll allow me to uh, show you some uh, other things, you know, video within a video, right? And so one of the things I wanted to say about the cl uh, climate change and the problem that's going on is that um, the Earth has a very unique way, inter interchange ways, ways of dealing with things. So we have the trees. The trees taking carbon dioxide and give them oxygen. So we have less trees now than ever before. The ocean takes in carbon, di uh, carbon dioxide uh, from the atmosphere. So now it's getting more and more of that. That's getting hotter and hotter. The soil takes in carbon also from the atmosphere and puts it into the soil. That's how the, ins that's how the mycelium has evolved to use the carbon. So all these things are normally in place to provide an inter interaction between each of them to, to, to make it work. And so we managed to get involved with all these different aspects of what's going on in our environment. And so that's one of the things that faces us as a, as a race and how we're going to continue living here because it's not us, not the Earth that's in trouble, it's living beings are in trouble if they want to have a planet that they can breathe the oxygen and so forth. So uh, we need to make some changes and we need to make some changes fast. And the key is to pay attention to the mycorrhizal fungi in the soil. And, and to if that survives, we will survive. See, and so you know, I'm I, 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 I'm I am concerned in a lot of ways because we're doing all the wrong things. I wrote a column, ten ways to kill all living beings on the planet, and it also corresponds with ten ecological boundaries we're not supposed to cross. And guess what? We have crossed every single one. Every single one of these boundaries we have already crossed. Even if all living beings were to leave the planet now, just say a giant spaceship was to come and uh, land and say, all human beings must come with us now. And we leave, and this still take hundreds of thousands of years, if not longer, for the planet to clean itself up. Because it's not going to stop once we have started. It's like we're getting off the train. The train's moving pretty fast, but we ain't turning it off and stopping it we're just jumping off <laughs> and you see the train running down off the cliff and all this other stuff yeah so <laughs> i have i have another show called wtf so don't even get me started right <laughs> so you're listening to don't panic it's organic your host uh that would be An me andy lopez invisible gardener i'm here every um every weekend for you right and uh you can go to the website 
Uh, you can check it out, invisiblegardener.com. <clears throat> you can uh, join because the membership is really cool. You, know, you can do a $20 lifetime membership. doesn't cost very much. Or if you want to get a book, the book's 20 bucks or a $55 version of the book, you want to do that. I would uh, join. as you When you join, you'll get the $20 book um, version in, uh, of, of the book, you know. Uh, the the other the color version is going to be you know you there's only I only printed 200 of them so once they're done I'm not going to be printing anymore uh, so and then um, I have my my music is up there radio show if you do nothing else make sure you sign up for the newsletter uh, if you want to you can sign up for the podcast I have several different podcasts all over the place you can get it from uh, bbsradio.com or you can get it from invisiblegardener.com right. I also have the same show, Don't Panic, It's Organic, up on iTunes. So if you're using iTunes, it's just type in Don't Panic, It's Organic radio show. There I am. And subscribe through that podcast. And you'll find that I have a lot of other um, my music outlets everywhere. Uh, SoundCloud is one of my favorite places. So you just type in Invisible Gardener, and you'll find that I'll be there also. And it's, I call it Inner Gardening, and that's what's coming up soon after this a show called the Cosmic Spaceship with your host Andy Lopez, the Invisible Gardener. I might change it <clears throat> to something else with your host uh, Captain Something. You know, I'm, I'm not going to tell you what name I normally use in my in my game world. <laughs> so uh, that'll be coming up in a few minutes because I get a couple extra minutes here. We might as well just move on to the next one. I'm pretty sure the engineer will at at two o'clock. Switch me over so I can start playing my music. And then oh, I'll be back next week, right? Hopefully. And then we'll be able to, oh, what's, what's it say? What's it say? Yep, position one. Nope, nope. Cool, thanks. Yeah, we'll be able to uh, eventually switch over to some to the video format, video streaming, so I can show you what I've been doing that week. I can show you. One of the things I want to do is to start showing videos and stuff, what I'm doing and what I'm talking about. So that would help a lot. Okay, so I have about a, a minute just to let you know. And so uh, come back next week. I'll be here. If you have questions, uh, ideal way to answer, get the questions is to go to uh, the uh, website and click on the inquiry button. Uh, you can do radio show questions there and send it to me. That will go into the proper box. If you just send me email, it's so too much email for me to sort out. And so I tend to miss a few. Uh, so it, it just uh, go up to invisiblegarden.com, you'll see inquiry, and then you have your question there. Uh, a lot of times when your question has to do, uh, the radio show is also a, a blog, so I write a blog on it. You can leave a comment there on, on that particular show, like this show today, you can leave a comment on there. Uh, if uh, for some other reason, uh, you know, I would not... I have you email me again because I will lose it. I won't. I won't be able to get it. It will go into the junk box until I know who you are, and I can't go through that. So you have to go to the website and click on inquiry to send me information and question you have. I would look at the blog first, and you find maybe find it up there, and you you can ask the question through the blog. There's a comment up there, right? So we're going to finish off now, and we're going to start off with a new show. This is probably the first month, I think, or the second month. It's called Cosmic Spaceship. <clears throat> and I, I write music and do other things as well as this, so this is my opportunity to have some fun and hopefully have fun with you. So we're going to go ahead and get started as soon as Mr. Engineer 
tells me so. 